Yesterday, we spoke about the growing number of New Zealanders who are renting in older age. The Retirement Commission says 40% of retirees will be renting by mid-century. Other researchers say the figure will top 50% even sooner. Against this backdrop, retirement village operators are increasingly getting out of providing rental accommodation in favour of the licence-to-occupy model. We spoke to John Howell, a retiree who's on a wait list for a rental in a retirement village in Huntley. He's already been waiting for two years and expects to wait at least two more. John Collins is the Executive Director of the Retirement Villages Association and is with us. Thanks for that, John. Good morning. Kia ora, Catherine. How are you? Good, thanks. Obviously, there are various ways older people might have rental accommodation. Some of it might be social housing. Some of it, a lot of it, will be in a pretty challenging private rental market. But we are curious about what's happening with the provision of rental units in retirement complexes. What is the picture, John? Good question. Uh, We've done some research on this ourselves, and we know that there's a shade under 700 units for rental uh, across 60 villages across New Zealand, ranging from one end of the country to the other. So operators are very much aware of the need for rentals, but essentially the license to occupy model, as I think Kay said yesterday, basically is a capital upfront payment, and then the resident has the access uh, of the safety and security villages offer. And we absolutely understand that for older people, and particularly people who are renting, then that's a very attractive offer. I should also say that it's not just renters, but we need to think about, but also people who may have lost money in the GFC 12 years or so ago, who don't have a as much equity in their home as they might have done done otherwise. We need to make sure that our business models evolve for those people as well. So what's happening at the moment, though, is the trend down in terms of the number of rental uh, units available. Has, that, has it been a downwards trend for some time? Well, actually, no, it's not a downward trend. I was intrigued to hear that because I don't, I'm not sure that anyone's actually done any particular research, but we've been ca- uh, collecting numbers of rentals in our database now for a number of years. And about three or four years ago, it was 600 units, again, across 60 villages. It's now just a shade under 700 units. So, in fact, operators are aware of the need and are addressing that concern. So it's not so much that that there's fewer units, but we've also had population growth, and obviously the number of retirees is is going up year on year. As a proportion, um, as a proportion, it's probably not increasing, but it's not that there's been you know a a wholesale exit. I I, I wanted to ask you about those trends because. Given falling home ownership, and and that was what yesterday's story was really about, given falling home ownership, there will be fewer people who can afford a licence to occupy in the future. And and even John, our our mate in Huntley, saying, look, if I sell my place, it's not going to be enough for licence to occupy. So that suggests automatically there's going to be a greater demand for rentals and potentially a lesser demand for licence to occupy proportionately. Are you modelling that as an industry? Are you looking forward and seeing how that demand might change? Yes, there's a number of points to that one, Catherine. The first one, um, I do actually have a check of retirement villages that are available, retirement village units that are available in the Waikato on the Trade Me Property website. And just having, I mean, I, I don't, obviously don't know how much uh, John's unit is worth, but there are seven units under $450,000 there. There's another 15, 15 units under 600000 18 under 750000 So there's... 
if you think of a retirement village as being splendid palaces in metro areas where units are worth one or two million dollars, then yeah, that's your mental image. And uh, but retirement villages offer a vi- wide range of uh, prices and opportunities and types of villages and uh, across New Zealand as a whole. And if you start looking around your own area, if as long as it's not in rural area, then you're almost certain to find something which is yeah. much more affordable. Um, however, your point about the um, about the decline in numbers, yes, you're perfectly correct. The number of residents in retirement villages today is just over 50,000 people. A uh, hundred people move in every week, and yes, that number has increased uh, steadily over time. We uh, currently have about 14% of the over 75s choosing to live in a retirement village, and we expect that that number, even if we were to grow slightly, is going to mean the demand for villages is going to continue. I, I, forgive me if I if I didn't understand correctly, but I guess what I'm saying is by mid-century the proportion of retirees who will be looking for rentals relative to being in a position to buy, license to occupy, is likely to change markedly. They won't have the asset to sell to buy the license to occupy. And are you modelling that far out? We are indeed. Uh, The ANZ does a survey every year of members and one of the things which I've asked them to to look at closely is the... uh, trend towards uh, rentals and in the 2022 survey they did uh, they found that um, about 56% of the operators said yes they understand there's a need for uh, rentals but they'll wait to see the evidence before it works a small percentage of about 5% said yes we will try a rental model to see how it works Um, another 23% have seen yes there's demand for um, rentals in their area and uh, shade under 10 plan to introduce a rental as an option in the next two years. Uh, so yes, the industry is very much aware of it. But I think one of the key things we've got to address is the fact that uh, a retirement village, generally speaking, and a licensed to occupy type model will cross subsidise not just the aged care facility, but also the rentals. And we've got a number of operators uh, who are actively saying we will build a village and 10% of the units will be rentals and the village needs to cross-subsidise that because the income from rentals doesn't match the uh, the need for capital to build them in the first place. What, what is the rental relative to market rates for those 700 units? If you had a similar unit, if you could find one, in the private market, what, what what's the comparative for rent? I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I do know that uh, some of the Waikato villages which offer them have very competitive rents because they and they are marginally below market rates, uh, and they have a missional purpose to do that. They they quite clear that that's part of their business model, part of their long term strategy is to make sure that rentals are affordable. But generally speaking, they will be probably below market rates. Generally speaking. Um, but when market rates are, of course, vary themselves quite spectacularly from area to area as well. Thank you. John Collins is Executive Director of the Retirement Villages Association.